welcome to this episode of Hot and Homeless. Today, we're going to be talking about dating in general. Oh, general. We were just talking about the first three dates are very telling to how the relationship will pan out. 100%. We were saying, first date, I always say, screen the men, and even for men, screen the females before you meet them. Give them a FaceTime. Tone gets misconstrued through text. You don't know if your humor is going to translate right. And FaceTime them because people have evil eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and you should be able to tell. Yes. Agreed. So first date, always just getting to know each other. I always avoid anything that costs money. I don't like them paying on the first date and then feeling like I owe them anything after that. Especially because you don't even know them. Yeah. Yeah. I always offer to split and then it's either okay or they are like, no, I'm paying. Which I appreciate at yeah. first, but I never want someone to think that, like, I'm after their money. Same. But I agree with also, that. Also, we don't date boys that have money. True. <laughs> <laughs> but then second date, if it gets to that, you're just reiterating things. You probably overshare something a little personal. <laughs> Which is okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It, just it, don't say anything too deep. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Don't talk about your ex. And That's don't talk a red about flag. your uh really dark emotions yeah save that for a few days later (laughs) so we always say the third date what is it it's the determiner the determiner the determiner the third date is either when the male or female gets terrified and freaks out like oh shit this is either gonna be something or it's not yeah they're like oh my god do i have a girlfriend yeah i have a boyfriend and also see ya Like, movies and TV shows, they've set this preface that by the third date, you're finally allowed to have sex. Allowed is in quotes, just so you guys know. You're allowed to have sex on the first date if you want to. Do whatever you want. But say you wait to the third date to do anything in general. There's even more pressure, though. Exactly. the, and this is in quotes as well, the third date (laughs) rule. Yes. But by the third date, if nothing has happened, I'm out. I'm done. Like, it's just like, what are you doing? You're either friends or you're romantic. And if you're yeah. romantic and they still haven't made a move, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. And we but always then, say, but that goes back to if you're with a guy or with your if if, if you're with a girl, <laughs> why can't you make the move? Yeah, that is true. You can totally make the move. It goes both ways. Yes. And I know for me personally, I've had that happen, but the timing isn't right. Yeah. And then it makes me wonder, like, this isn't meant to be. But also, I think we like men that are strong, and for us, yeah. if they're not making a move, we almost look at them as being weak. I know. Which sucks, because maybe they aren't weak, but we view it that way. Yeah, there's a fine line between cocky and confident. Totally. And I just want someone that's confident. Yes, same. And we always say, he doesn't do anything right. But he's not doing... Wait, no. He's it's not, not doing <laughs> anything wrong, but he's not doing anything right. Remember that. Keep that in your head. Imagine Matthew McConaughey saying that. Yes. Okay, so what's... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what's the worst date you've ever been on? Uh, Raya date? A thousand percent. Okay, explain to people what Raya is if they don't know. Raya is an app that you have to get accepted onto. Exclusive. And it's full of celebrities and fucking YouTubers and all the LA dweebs. People who think they have clout. Exactly. And I'm just some hairdresser from Malibu, but I got accepted onto it because I had a friend pass. So that's probably why Ryan's going downhill. <laughs> but uh, like a year, year and a half ago it was the holidays. I was lonely. I started talking to some man who was like in his 30s because I was sick of little boys. 
And we matched, we chatted for a while, and then he asked me on a date to the Sunset Tower Hotel, which is some bougie hotel on the Sunset Strip. Lots of celebrities frequent it. So I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't um, screen him. I didn't. I fucked up. I fucked up real bad. Rookie move. And I remember driving from Westlake Village to Laurel Canyon, and he calls me, and he had an accent, and I was like, Oh boy! What kind of accent? Like a, like a Middle Eastern Persian okay. accent. Which nothing wrong with that, but I was I was taken by surprise. But I was like, all right, I'm still gonna go. And I was a lot shyer at this time in my life. Okay. And I finally get to the hotel. I'm pretty nervous. Felt like I'm gonna shit my pants. And it, he was a lot older, wasn't he? Yeah, I was what 21, 20. Yeah, I was probably 21. Yeah. And he was, like, in his 30s. And, Oof. you know, you're still a child at 21. Yeah. I'm still living at home. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I pull up to the hotel and I see this man who his hair is thinning. Oof. He's wearing, like, chinos, which is great. He's wearing loafers, a long sleeve gray shirt, and a puffy vest, like something you'd wear to the snow. Oh, my God. <laughs> on top of the thinning hair and the glasses. And I was like, oh, I should have screened Yikes. him. Yep. And we go to the hotel. He acts like he knows everyone there. We have to wait 40 minutes for our table, even though, quote unquote, he knows everyone there. Oh, my God. And the whole time I'm like, fuck, I'm so unhappy right now. And I remember he kept going, you want to get a drink? You want a drink? And I was like, no. Because I, I was be just sober plotting. For this. I was just plotting how I was going to leave. Oh, yeah. And I remember I saw um, some chick from that show H2O. Oh, my God. What, what's that girl's name? The brunette. Oh, uh, Phoebe Tonkin. Yeah, I saw her. Tonkin. Yeah, I saw her, and she looked right at me, and I was just like, I'm so unhappy. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And then I saw those two bald guys from that show selling Sunset, and they, like, oh. came up to us and kissed me on the cheek, because the guy that I was on the date with was a realtor. Okay. And uh, we waited 40 minutes for the fucking table, and I just want to leave the whole time, but I'm too polite. And I was yeah. just like, yeah. And then we finally sit at dinner. It's a four-hour dinner. And no I'm, keep in mind, I'm still long. not drinking at this point. Oh, my God. And I remember he goes, so what do you like to do for fun? And I go, oh, you know, like, I work a lot, but on my days off, I like to be with my friends or, you know, go to the beach. I like to be outside, you know, get some serotonin. Yes. And I go, what do you like to do? And he goes, I really like long dinners. <laughs> and I go, oh, I don't. Oh, my God. And then he still didn't get the hint. and I Men never get the hint. They don't the want to. The whole dinner, my, I'm just smiling so much because I'm so uncomfortable. My cheeks are cramping. And I remember it finally finishes. I offered to pay. He wouldn't let me, which I was like, thank fucking God, because this fool ordered every expensive thing on the <laughs> menu. And then I basically run out of the hotel. And even the valet, I think, caught the vibe that I was just Ooh. unhappy. And I get in my little Audi. I zoom away, and he calls me, and he's like, do you want to go get ice cream? And I go, I got to go see my friend Sophie. (laughs) And then he's like, well, when can I see you again? I go, I don't know. I'm going out of town. And that's the only guy I've ghosted. Damn. So, yeah, that's the worst date I've ever been on. I think I deleted Raya, like, immediately after. Makes sense. I don't know. I wouldn't want to be associating with those kind of people. No. I mean, not all of them are bad, but the the vibe that they give up. The vibe. I don't know. That's just not the lifestyle It's just very, like, better than, but they're not. Yes. So it's even worse. What's the worst date you've been on? Um, There was this boy from our high school who... (laughs) Was like a, like, I thought he was hot in high school. And really? Yeah, I thought he was hot in high school. And 
graduated and he had followed me on Instagram, I think it was. It was either a dating app or Instagram. And he had messaged me and was like gassing me up, all this stuff. But he's extremely religious. I think he like found God after graduating and like. Do you think because he had a child? Yeah, so he had a kid in high school. <laughs> but he acted like he didn't. Yeah, and... He, like, took it to his grave, or at least tried to. Yeah, he tried to, but he was a father, and <laughs> he found God after high school, and he asked me to meet up with him, and he had moved back home, and he's a few years older than us, so at the time, he was probably, like, 23. I think he was a senior when we were freshmen. Okay, so, yeah, he was probably 23 or 24, because I was, like, 19 at the time, mm-hmm. and... He was like, come over. And I was like, okay. So I go over to his house and he didn't let me inside. He came and sat in my car with me outside of his house. And Wait, why didn't I know this? Yeah. And so we're sitting in his driveway in my car, like parked out front. And we hung out for maybe 30 minutes and we're talking and I see him like, and he was like fidgeting and looks so uncomfortable. I'm like, are you okay? And he goes, you're just so pretty. You're making me nervous. And he takes off his hat and pulls deodorant out of his pocket and rubs it on his forehead. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing? Like, I go, do you not break out from that? And he was literally just like, no, like, I I sweat profusely when I get nervous. And, like, you're making me so nervous. Like, I have to put deodorant on my forehead. (laughs) My fat girl laughs coming out. (laughs) I have never witnessed anything like that. And then it, like, slowly, like, he went into how I'm sinning in the eyes of God based on what I post online. Because I like to post a Scandi pic here and there. Yeah, why not? Yeah, fucking do it. And he just, like, went into that. And then we got into a conversation. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I didn't actually say that. I was much yeah, nicer. Never. <laughs> at, the, at 19, no way I would say that. But I was like, okay, yeah. Like, I got to go home. Somehow got out of it. Never spoke to him again. And then he messaged me like a year later and he's like, as much as I hate to admit it, you're still one of the prettiest girls ever. And I was like, just never responded. Uh, I think he's messaged you a lot more than Yeah, what you probably. Just but those are the ones that I can like recall. Deodorant on the forehead is fucking Deode on the foro. Yeah, DO <laughs> for the BO. Okay, so from dating apps though, have you met any like cool people based on the people that you've like dated? Like, have you met any cool friends out of it based Um, on their friends or even them, like, if it didn't work out? Well, at the start of quarantine, I started seeing someone for, like, four months. Um, He actually just dumped me over text message. Ugh. But I will say I loved all of his friends, and I made a really good girlfriend out of one of... One of his friends was dating some girl, and we became friends. That's great. And I really like her, and, uh, yeah, that happened, but, um... I love all of his little buddies. Some of the most polite boys I've ever met. You oh, know who yes. you are. Oh, yes. I <laughs> know. <Midnight> soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I think, you know, even though it didn't work out between us, he's not a bad guy. just wasn't the guy for me. But yeah. Thank God and that's I very met mature cool of you to it. say it that way. Yeah, especially after getting dumped over text message. <laughs> the fact that... Okay, if you were he doing... Also 10 minutes away yes, from me. Yes, keep that in mind. Say. But if you were doing the dumping... The least, like, bare minimum you can do, pick up the phone and call. Pick up the phone. It just shows how much of a pussy you are if you can't even pick up the phone. But the fact that he's 10 minutes away, he should have been like, hey, can I come over real quick? 
That's I, all I'm going to say. I'm speechless over this one. Yes. But you know what? We're thriving. There's so many fish in the sea. We're already talking to three people, one being a woman. Yes, because <laughs> we're so fed up with men. Yeah, maybe I'll have my first lesbian experience, guys. But uh, Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever met anyone? Yeah. There was a, a guy I was seeing two summers ago, and very nice guy like literally like he he was very nice he had rocks for brain and but the biggest sideburns you've ever seen like this life. man was like an edm dude but his friends were amazing but i just remember like there was one night we're all sitting outside and i was talking to someone next to him and was just like talking about some sex trafficking documentary i'd seen and he goes Shh, like can you stop talking about that it's making me sad and I was like, okay. I mean, just because I stopped talking about it doesn't mean it stops happening. And he goes, no, no, no. And he goes, let's just vibe and put on a Lewis the Child song. And I ended it the next day. Thank like, we, like, God. mutually agreed on it. It just wasn't working. We didn't match personality-wise. Again, a really nice guy. Like, he never did anything wrong. But just, like, he we... didn't do anything <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. But we had, like, nothing in common. He was, like, a rave dude. And I think for that time being, I thought I was an ABG, but I wasn't. <laughs> but that's all I'm saying. But you... I mean, you are an Asian baby girl, but, like, I'm an Asian baby that. girl. <laughs> but Tyler had re- recently opened my eyes to a whole new world with height settings on Bumble. Yeah, you're welcome. If I'm going to be settling, I am not settling for 5'10". We're anymore. not settling. Okay, We're but like not if I am, that. they're going to be six foot and up. We're settling in a pandemic, maybe, but when yeah. the pandemic's over, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, but no handies in a panty. That's what we're saying. <laughs> I'm like, I screen all the men. I mean, given for the majority of quarantine, I've been in a relationship, and I've only been on two dates. You were in a relationship. Were. Let's keep that were. one in mind. Past, Past tense. tense. But I uh, I went on two dates with two guys, but I made both of them get tested prior. Good job. I don't know if they actually did. They said they did, but I made sure. I'm clean now, so we're like, I'm You're assuming clean, so. STD free. Yes, that too. STD and Rona free. <laughs> but dating in a pandemic is hard. Like, I mean, dating is hard in general, yes. especially in our generation. Totally. But it, especially you know what I will say, pandemic. though? I almost feel, going back to the guy that just dumped me over text message, though, I do feel like because it was a pandemic, we didn't just go to a bar and get yeah. drunk and then have sex. We actually got to know each other. Yeah. It forced beforehand. you to, like... It almost felt like that high school relationship where it's yeah. very simple and sweet. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, it didn't like... turn out well, but I did notice that because we were in a pandemic, things moved slower, which I appreciated. Yeah. That is true. I would have loved if... We could have had sex after four months, but uh. that didn't happen, even though he told everyone we did. Oof. Oof. Okay. Do you ever, when you're on a dating app, do you just see certain men, you're like, oh, he's going to swipe right on me. Like, you 100%. just know. A thousand percent. Like, I know for me, like, if I see a dude who looks like a Trumper or Republican in general, I know I'm not his type. I'm yeah. half Asian with small boobs. Like, there's no way he'll swipe mm-hmm. right. But then I see, like, a rave dude, and I'm like... I'm his type. Yeah, exactly. What's, like, who are the ones that you know are going to swipe right? You know, ever since I went brunette, I don't really know anymore. But when yeah, I was true. blonde and I had my big tits, I oh, knew yeah. it was all the people that I wouldn't be interested in. Yeah. And if it was the indie people, I almost felt like I had to prove that I wasn't some stupid bitch. Totally. Because it's whoever can care the less for that kind of crowd. Exactly. 
but I always find Republicans are always boob guys. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Yes. Okay. And we also said recently that we think every man adds an inch to his height. Every man is 5'10". Every man is 5'10". That is our theory. But on a dating app, if a man, especially 5'11s love to say they're six foot. Because why would you say you're 5'11"? Exactly. (laughs) But we also said height equates to personality. It's true because the guys over six feet are assholes because they're over six feet. Exactly. And then the five sevens to five tens because five elevens group themselves with six footers anyway they are the silent killers yeah they come off really nice and they're like oh i'm not quite tall enough so i have to prove myself and then they get their way in and then they're like huh fuck you over seriously that's all it is and then the short guys it could go either way they can be super nice because they have to compensate or they Mm -hmm. have the short man complex you know what i've noticed though on like a raunchy level the five tenors seem to have the biggest pps and not even like just having the biggest penis though but they're better in bed they're they're kind of better with everything except emotions yes I agree but you know what the six footers are bad with emotions and (laughs) and the little ones totally all men are but it's part of like society I feel like it's getting better at least but I feel like men feel like they can't show their emotions yeah definitely like I don't think any of the men I've previously dated sat with their dudes and like cried it out and were like this girl hurt me like actually I think one probably did but I'm not gonna say (laughs) I've seen all my exes ugly cry like I was the emotional I was the emotional support (laughs) friend for them but friend friend no not even (laughs) we also say though that we don't call like men by their names when we're talking we to each other. We give them little pet names. Yeah, we're like, oh, like, doo-doo punched a hole in the wall. Like, he messaged <laughs> me. doo-doo boy. Doo-doo boy. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll be like, oh, the guy from SF. Or, or uh, Coachella man. Yeah. We, like, give them a title because we'll... Everyone talks to multiple people at once. Until you're fully committed, like, you're talking to multiple people. Because it's a game. At the end of the day, it's a game, especially with dating apps. Yeah, and you want the attention. And so... And it goes both ways for men and females. Mm-hmm. You want the attention and like someone showing interest, mm-hmm. but we can't keep track of all of them. Like you, you listing off men that you're talking to, I don't remember like John, Matt, and Chris. I remember. I would never talk to men with those names. <laughs> those are just the it's quick more ones like that came Jake, to mind. Tyler, yeah, some other douchey name. Yeah, literally, but. I always just like we give them like little things to remind us. We're like, oh yeah, how's SF man doing? Mm-hmm. Or how's the dude from that one party we went to from two years ago? Like the dude we... from the Fisher concert. Oh my god, that's a gosh. funny story. <laughs> we got into some, <laughs> and we were having a good time at a Fisher concert. And these two men flipping our wrists everywhere. <laughs> yes, we're like uns uns. But this, these two guys come up to us, and one's finger banging Sophie. <laughs> okay, no, this man puts me in a chokehold and is like grinding on me, and, and I'm like Sophie and I are um on the so hot. <laughs> yes, and we're like kind of enjoying it. We're not really paying Looking attention. Looking at the lights. But then we both come down around the same time. No, but no, before you say that, my dude was fat. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Tyler thought her dude had an accent. I thought he had an accent the whole concert. And then I finally go, where are you from? And he goes, (laughs) he goes, Colorado. (laughs) I thought he was British the whole fucking concert. (laughs) So we both come down around the same time. We both are standing like parallel to each other. And I'm just seeing Sophie being like mutilated the whole time. (laughs) This man was like 
really choking like, her, oh touching her tits, touching her like, vagina. Oh my god! And we both give each other this look, and we're like, okay, we're out. So we both turn, and I go, okay, I'm going to the bathroom. And Tyler goes, we're leaving. <laughs> and we dipped out so fast. We're like, oh my god, what did we do? I know we were like, gotta get the fuck. And then out I think of we there. drove away and almost died. It was raining. It was a rough night for us. I would oons, consider it. Oons, oons. <laughs> I would consider it not a loss. We'll call it, it a wash. It was one for the books. Yes, we'll call it a wash. Cyrus and what was your dude's name? I don't even remember. Cyrus, what his the name fake was. British dude from Colorado. Oh my god! <laughs> so recently, I had asked my guy friends and girlfriends what makes sex good for them, and it's very interesting because females. There's a lot more moving parts. And for females to get off, you have to be, like, mentally stimulated as well. Yeah. It's, like, a proven thing. So it got me thinking because I'd recently watched some thing and uh, they went over men and women's greatest fears. Women's fear is violence. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. We all check the backseat of our cars. We're, like, paranoid. Before you close your driver's door, check the backseat. Please be careful out there. It's a scary world. Yeah, it is. But for men, their biggest fear is ridicule. (laughs) <laughs> tiny little egos with tiny little pee-pee. super fragile so asking my female friends it was across the board pretty standard and asking my male friends was very interesting because i realized they all said the same thing it was just that they wanted the female to be into it they wanted her hmm. moaning giving like letting him know that they're doing a good job how and many times have you done a fake moan for a guy's just Way too many times. So that's what the whole reason I started thinking about this is because there was one time I was having sex and I was laying there like a sack of potatoes and this guy's like, like going at it. And like it was taking a bit longer than I had hoped. So I was like, oh yeah, like so good. Like, and then it just starts drying up and then it starts being like an Indian burn in your vagina. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And so to help him kind of like move the process along because I was over it, I like kind of faked like I was into it. And afterwards, he goes, that was the best sex I've ever had. And I was like, what the fuck made it so good for you? I laid there and did nothing. But you didn't say that. No, no, no. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. But I realized they just want to be validated. They want to be told that they're doing a good job. And so that's why I asked all these people. And every man, like, validated my theory. They just want to be told that they're doing good. Because mm-hmm. for men, it's only, like, a physical thing. Maybe yeah. some of them, it, it has to be, like, mentally stimulating as well. But for the most part, like, men pop boners all the fucking time. So <laughs> Not like, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them, but most. Yeah. So it just, it got me thinking about that. Um, is this the same guy that sweat profusely all over your sheets? Yes. I've never <laughs> changed my sheets immediately I after having sex. I remember she calls sex. me and she goes, she's like making a big fuss. And I go, what are you doing? She's like, I'm taking the sheets off my bed. <laughs> I've never changed them like immediately after a dude left, but I was so disgusted. Yeah, I've dude. laid on sheets and I was like, you had sex here last night, Timmy. And you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. I do my laundry Sunday. If it's not Sunday yet, I'm going to wait. Sadie. <laughs> Sadie. <laughs> okay, so... I've also been thinking lately that I'm so mad at myself for sending nudes to men that do not deserve them. What men? What man? What man? What man does... (laughs) Okay. What man does deserve a nude? (laughs) One that shows a little bit of fucking respect. I've just noticed that at least the men I'm talking to, everything's on their time. They're like... 
damn, I had a long day at work. Send me a nude. I'm going to masturbate to it. And I was like, no, like, I'm... I had a long day too, buddy. Yeah, life doesn't revolve around you. I just you. had spaghetti. I'm not skinny. I know. I'm like, I took a sip of water. I can't take a nude now. <laughs> but I just, like, it pisses me off that men think everything is on their time. Again, this is a generalization. But most, at least the men that, that we're we try coming to see. In they're not even men. With. They're little boys. Yes, agreed. And this is us not being men haters. We like penis. I'm just saying that at least the majority of men that we have encountered are making me want to try a vagina. Yes. So Tyler's (laughs) been recently swiping on females. Yeah, after that dude uh, dumped me over text message, the one that lives 10 minutes away from me, I got back on Hinge and uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go on the woman Hinge because I have a fat crush on Miley Cyrus, so I must be a lesbian. Totally. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I matched with a girl. She's 27. I actually matched with a lot of girls, but this is the only one that I actually spoke okay. to. Actually, that's a lie. But this is the one I only liked. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we got along, and she's been blowing up my phone for many days now. I think but fucking do it. But I'm not repulsed by it. I actually like it, so we'll see. I think fucking do it. I'm a little scared. I've never touched a vagina that's not mine. Because it's, it's out of your comfort zone. It's I'm a first time. I'm definitely going to have to be drinking. She also doesn't know that I'm not a lesbian. But it's fine. <laughs> That'll it's be fine. a fun surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. I'm not a lesbian. <sighs> I think give it a fucking shot. Try it out. You never know. My eyes just got huge. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think try it out. You never know. And even if it doesn't work out, maybe you'll meet a cool person out of it. And females, going on a date with a girl, you don't worry, oh, is this man going to murder me? Exactly. Speaking of, I was talking to some dude on Bumble the other night and I was I stopped responding because I was like frightened that he was matching my serial killer knowledge. He gave me a fright. He gave me a fright. I was just like, whoa, you know actually more info on serial killers than I do. That's a red flag. 100%. And you showed me his profile and he has evil fucking eyes. Tyler He's always knows. Killer. Yes. There I was... have a sixth sense. I can just tell. You do. When someone is bad. Speaking of, so Tyler had matched with this dude. This was probably like a year or two ago. And she was like, I don't want to go on this date alone. Like, can I tell him to bring a friend? I was like, yeah, sure. I've never been on a blind date. me? Yes. And I go, yeah, let's fucking do it. Oh, I know. Yes. And so we meet these two guys at a bar. Tyler also is driving and she blacked out sober. Does not remember a single thing. Because I was so scared. (laughs) But we end up like getting a drink and we end up going back to his friend's house and we walk in through the garage and the Mm -hmm. whole floor is covered in plastic tarping and i go oh are you painting he goes no and i was like just very firm no no and i was like what the he's also a white man keep this in mind (laughs) so we go upstairs and he has like one of those like big classic bed frames with like the poles and we're all laying on the bed and at one and then out of nowhere I feel my hand get like tugged back and he handcuffs one of my arms to the bed. I can't believe I didn't do anything about it. I know. This. We're all sitting in this room together on the one bed together and this man I was still blacked out sober. <laughs> yes. And this man handcuffs me to his bed frame and I was like, Holy shit, I'm about to die. Like that's it. And then Were he, you really that scared? No, if you weren't there, I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah. But then he fell asleep on top of me. <laughs> and my arm is raised above my head, That's handcuffed to the bed. That's not a good sign. Women always probably leave him, so he had to handcuff I know. so he could sleep on Oh, you. my God. I don't even know how we ended up leaving and getting out of it. just wanted a touch of a tender breast. Yeah. 
<laughs> this man also said he worked for NASA. Like, who fucking knows what this man actually Honestly, did? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised because he's so off. <laughs> yeah, this man was a very odd man. But the friend that I was smooching, yeah. he was nice. He was a very so nice guy. So forgettable. So forgettable. I don't even remember making out with him like you said I did. I know. I think I said goodbye to him and then we, like, made out. Yeah, and I'm sitting car. in the car like, get the fuck in the car. We need to leave. This <laughs> man is, like, watching us. He's going to drag us back in and, like, slaughter us. Was he really car. watching us? I have no idea, but he I was liar. like, I'm a liar, but I was just fucking terrified. I was like, oh my God, this man, like, I feel so bad that you were so scared. <laughs> I, again, though, if I was on my own, much different. I would have, I was just trying to get pee-pee directions. I know. And I, it was, it was a good time. It was fine. It was definitely a story. It, it was, uh, it went really well at the bar and I think that's why we agreed to go back with yeah. them. And then it went downhill quick. Quick. But, you know, I remember they lived, or no, just the weirdo lived upstairs and like, in a Hollywood Hills home, mm-hmm. the upstairs was super creepy, mm-hmm. and it smelled weird. I just remember I remember because we were allowed to smoke cigarettes inside. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is fun. Like, I was like, ugh. I know. But ugh. on that note, thanks for listening to our first episode of Hot and Homeless. Hot and Homeless. Ta-ta. If you have anything that you want us to talk about, please let us know. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.